Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Okay, so it has been an extra week, but welcome back to another episode of Elevate the Podcast. I'm Pam, and um, we took a week off last week for kind of like, you know, relax, be present, be with the family, but uh, we're back in full swing, and I wanted to talk about something that I've been working on myself, but uh, I started a book. Uh, talk about a lot of books on here, but um, the book is called The Magic, and it's by Rhonda Byrne. Byron. If you guys know all about like The Secret, it's pretty. Um, it's pretty much from the same author series, but it's called The Magic, and I know that there's like a lot of hoopla around the name because like magic seems to be associated with like some sort of witchcraft, but it's not like that. It's actually all about gratitude and the magic of gratitude and how gratitude can totally transform your life. So I started the book because it was recommended by somebody. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are, there are things that we forget to be grateful for. Like we think like, Oh my gosh, I got a gift. I'm so grateful. Or, Oh, I got the job. I'm so grateful. Or I don't know. I won 600 bucks on lotto 649. So grateful. But you know, there's a lot of things that we actually take for granted on a daily basis, myself included, um, and simple things. So again, um, I'm going to kind of go through the book with you guys, but I really suggest um, getting the book for yourself. Uh, There's so much that can come of it. There's nothing that can go wrong from it. It's just like really um, to be present and to look around you to see all of the things that are in your life because we tend to operate from a lack mindset and we feed our focus. So if we are focused on what we don't have every single day and we're focused on what's not working, we're actually feeding that and it's magnifying. So, you know, like if you think of your muscle, if you keep going to the gym and pushing heavier weights and heavier because you really want to build that muscle, you're going to feel the burn in your leg every day. But like, if you are constantly focused on, you know, oh my gosh, my legs, they're so this, they're so that, whatever, I can't bother going to the gym. Oh, it's never going to fix. Well, like you're actually never going to get results because you're focusing on what is not instead of what is. Um, So again, it seems so easy, right? Like tell somebody, oh, easy, but 
It is easy, but you actually have to get deep down into that and not just think of it at such a super, like, superficial level. So, um, you know, I like quotes, and there's always, like, quoting some people. In the beginning of the book, you know, it says, May the magic open up a new world for you and bring you uh, joy for your entire existence. That is my intention for you and for the world. And so if you kind of think of, like, the last couple years we've been in, there's been crazy things happening in the world. You know, we had so many like milestones and huge things that are going to go down in history, you know, like the Black Lives Matter movement, um, you know, just just recently, like this trucker convoy stuff. Like I am not huge um, into the news and politics and all of that stuff, but there are some things you just can't avoid hearing about. And so when you look at that, it's like when things are done at a world, national, like huge level, that's when you really create an impact. And when one person can start with something, I just really find that sharing can really bring things around on a larger scale. Um, so me sharing this with you can possibly make you share it with somebody else. And then it continues and creates this effect. But literally, guys, since I started this, like when they say magic, it's like, you can feel that like tingly feeling in your body where it's like you feel something happening. Um, and, you know, it says whoever ha has been or and will be given more and he will have an abundance and whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. So it's like these are like back to like some holy gospel like strip scriptures, guys. It's just like yeah, if you're not going to be grateful for what you're be given for what you've been given, it's going to be taken from you because you cannot be entrusted to keep it. Like, you know, if you're not grateful for like, I don't know, the food that you have all the time in front of you, well, like maybe you're just gonna, I don't know, go broke one day you can't afford food or one day you're going to lose your taste buds because you're not appreciating the food that's in front of you. Um and that's something too. It's like we eat every day. So the other day I spoke to my daughter, Madison, she's nine, very spirited child. Um, and I spoke to her about eggs and I said to her, you know, people say grace around a table and grace and thanking God or whoever for your food before you eat has become something that is done almost in autopilot. So even like the most super spiritual person, like maybe you're saying it every single meal before you drive, but do you feel the appreciation? Do you feel the gratitude in your body or are, is it just words? Are you just saying something because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do? And so I said to her, when you're actually thanking before you, you eat, and it doesn't have to be outward, out loud, whatever, in your heart, if you're feeling it then you're actually going to appreciate and you're showing the food like, yes, I really appreciate you. So anyways, I went to the story of an egg and I said, okay, Madison, how many times do I make you eggs for breakfast? And you and your sister will complain because one likes fried eggs and one likes scrambled. But at the end of the day, I'm giving you an egg and then you'll complain or you just won't eat the egg so you're focusing on what you didn't get. So one of you is happy, one's not. But at the end of the day, there's an egg on your plate at the table. Now let's break down how the egg got there. So I said, okay, so in order to get an egg, you need a chicken, right? And in order to have that chicken, that chicken had to be birthed. And in order to have the chicken, 
you need to have somebody who has a farm. And in order to have the farm, you need to have the land. And in order to have all of that, like it just keeps going. And then you need to have the person who like cleans the chicken coop and picks up the poop and feeds the chickens. And you need to have the food to feed the chicken, to have a healthy chicken, to make an egg. And then you have to have whatever transport company comes to take those eggs and now put them in cartons and you need to have whatever material the carton is made from to put them into your grocery store. But to put them in a grocery store, you have to have a grocery store. So whoever made the grocery store, all of that, but then you need to have the workers to put those grocery items away. So who's putting the egg cartons on the shelf? Who's pricing them? You need the girl at cash out to check out your eggs and charge you and you need to pay for them. How are you paying for them? Okay, so you either have a debit card and you swipe that debit card and it goes to a magical account that takes it out of your account and then the woman lets you take your eggs home. Put them in a bag, maybe no bag, sure. You need to have legs to walk in the grocery store to pick up your eggs. You need to have eyes so that you can see uh, the eggs to pick them up off the shelf. Uh, You need to have working hands or some sort of means to get those eggs on the thing. So anyways, now let's go to my end. How did I pay for those eggs? Well, I'm a hairstylist. Uh, I own a salon, so I need money. So if it's my money, dad's money, whoever's money, our money. But the point is we need money. So say I need to get that money, so I need to go to work. I need to get to work. Am I driving there? Am I taking the bus there? How am I getting to work? Gratitude for that. Then while I'm at work, I need somebody to pay me. So I need to do a service. So I have to have all these body parts and a mind and and skill to do the job so that this person can now pay me so that I can go and buy your egg. But the person who's paying me also has to get to the salon, has to have a job to pay me, has to have a way to pay me, hair on their head for me to do so that I can get paid. And the list goes on and on. And then I need a frying pan and I need to cook this egg and I need a plate to put it on for you. So if you get where I'm going with this, it's like, we'll go and eat an egg, but we actually don't think of all of the people and all of the things that go into getting that egg from the chicken into our mouth. And those are the parts of life where I say we're not grateful. So it's like when you're eating before you're eating and you're saying thank you, you're actually acknowledging the appreciation for all the work that it took for that food to enter your body. And that's where I say we just take it for kind of like a, um, like we're doing it in autopilot or we're just doing this because, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray before our food or just be grateful. And that gratitude will go such a long way. So it's like you can find little ways every day in your life to do it. And it says, like, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. So if you're saying thank you, like actually be thankful because we are not owed anything. We're all like entitled, but we're not owed anything, not even clean water. And every time we turn on the tap or we just think the water shows up, but like it took a process to get there. And those are the things that we don't think about. So anyways, going back to this book, like every morning, the practice is to write down 10 things you're grateful for. And if I'm on day 10 at this point, so now I've written a hundred things just from a daily practice of what I'm grateful for. 
And it could be the smallest thing, guys. Like it could be the pineapple that went in my smoothie because it nourished my body. And you have to say the reason why. And then you read through this list and you say thank you to each one three times so you can truly feel it. But then it breaks down and goes into all areas like personal desires, material things, relationship, money, career, work, body, mind, uh, future goals, whatever it is, and to start counting your blessings. And then your whole life will kind of turn around. Um, and it's in like those moments when we're conscious that we can actually see the real treasures that we have in our lives and stop, um, worrying about the rest. And, um, for me, again, that was, that was really impactful because again, you have, you wake up first thing in the morning and your first thoughts are really going to set the tone for the rest of your day. So if you wake up and for me, I'll give you an example. I'm usually woken up by my youngest, sometimes both. And you're waking up now in an irritable state because you've been woken up. You've gotten a bad sleep. Oh, the kids woke you up all night. Now you're tired. How are you going to get through the day? Oh, the coffee machine is not working. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have a bad day. And like, there you go going in a downward spiral. But like, again, it's a privilege for me to have children. Many people don't get to have children, can't have children, have lost children. So it's a privilege that a child woke me up out of my comfy slumber. It's a privilege that I have a bed to have a comfy slumber in. It's a privilege that I have my senses and a sound mind to know that I was woken up and to feel irritability. So these are all privileges. And again, now it's to change your perspective and wake up like, thank you for giving me children to wake me up and irritate me because I have the joy of being a mother. So it's like a thankful person is thankful under all circumstances, not just when it's ideal and it's pretty and it's fun and it's it's something that you've asked for. But when it's it's something that's just there, like you think how long it took sometimes for me, like you don't always just try to have a baby and they show up. Sometimes it takes long. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes you lose a child before you actually have a pregnancy that sticks to the end. And don't don't forget about those moments when your child is waking you up in the middle of the night and you feel irritated because you were so grateful asking, please, please give me this opportunity to be a mother. And now the child is here and you want to complain. Um, so another part um, that we had there is if like sometimes for kids, especially like you want to make things fun. And I think if you have kids, it's a really good thing to incorporate something like this into their lives at an early age. So it becomes natural. Um, but I said, like, we're going to have um, a sprinkling jar, uh, like the book was telling me. So like, imagine like a salt and pepper shaker, it's empty, have it out there. And if they're not comfortable expressing, they kind of just shake it over their food before they eat. And then you think if you had a mental shaker jar, like in your head mentally, Every day when you see somebody, even if it's bad service at a restaurant, still sprinkle that like magic dust over the person and thank that they're actually there. We don't know what the person is going through, but even if they delivered your food and they had an attitude, your food was delivered. Even if you got bad food or bad service, it's like you still have to have the gratitude in your heart that you are able to go out and and be somewhere to eat food, that you were able to walk over to the table and and order food because you can read and you can see like again it could sound completely cheesy or 
you know, and I'm not saying for people to feel bad about having certain privileges or about having good circumstances in their lives where they can, but it's to actually acknowledge that these are our privileges and that there is a lot to be grateful for in those circumstances. Um, so again, that's a tidbit into the book of um, how it starts. I'm not going to give it all away because I think that it's a $20 investment and it will really show you areas of your life that you've turned a blind eye to. Um, again, I'm on day 10. By the time you guys hear this, maybe day 15. And it has created such a shift in my life um, where the little things that bothered me are so insignificant now because I re I've replaced them with so many good areas of my life that like they don't bother me anymore. Um, and like, I just wanted to um, share a couple of things that I wrote um, this morning um, because, you know, first thing when you wake up, have post-it notes around the house now, Kevin is like, what is happening? But I wrote, thank you for being alive to be able to read this note because waking up is a privilege. Thank you for putting my feet on the floor for getting out of bed because I'm able. Thank you for clean water because I had lemon water this morning. Thank you for my furnace because I'm warm and it's cold outside. Uh, thank you for my laptop so that I could do work. Um, thank you for the chairs that I have so I can sit at the dining table and have my coffee. Thank you for my dog who's making a lot of noise in the background right now. Uh, thank you for my pen so that I could write on paper. Uh, thank you for my like eyes so that I can see what I'm doing all day. Like those are just a few of the things that I wrote, but honestly, if you really look into your circumstances, you have so much to be grateful for. Even if you go back into your childhood, like being here now is a blessing to be thankful for that you've made it this far. So again, the book is called The Magic. They have it on Indigo. They have it at Amazon. Get yourself the magic. Go to the dollar store. Get yourself a $1 notebook because there's a lot to write every day. And watch how your life can change in between then. I am a huge um, believer of a book recycling club. So when I'm done, if anybody wants to reach out to use mine, the gift that keeps on giving, go to the library, uh, ask a friend, but just get the book, get the book in your hands, feel the pages, or if you want, get a like ebook, but jump into it um, and start to recognize everything that is going well in your life so that you can change your focus and feed the better one. Anyways, um, I look forward to many more chats with you guys and that's all for today. So I will see you again next week. If you guys have any um, requests for podcast topics or anything like that, you can reach out to at Elevate Beauty Lofts or email us at info at elevatebeautylofts.com. But until then, talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, 
right here on Elevate, the podcast. Podcast.